So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey everybody, it's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I uh, hope you're having an amazing day. And um, I am, man, I am just excited to dive into today's content. I don't have too much else to mention before then, but um, I will just put in a quick plug for my book, uh, The Last Relapse, which is coming out February 2nd. It is available for pre-order now. So if you are looking to really understand our system, uh, how we have helped hundreds of guys recover from pornography uh, long-term, that's what this book is designed for. It's, we're just, we give all the secret sauce. We don't really hold anything back. And, um, and that's available on Amazon, Apple Books, uh, Barnes & Noble. You can pre-order just about anywhere. And, um, and that's available. So uh, Last Relapse, uh, you can find it out. The link is in the show notes, but you can also just type it into Amazon, The Last Relapse, and it'll show up there. So a quick mention of that. I know I haven't talked about my book for a while, but uh, you know, uh, truthfully, that's what we're kind of gearing up for here. Uh, I've done lots of work to get the, get the word out on podcasts and that kind of thing, and uh, your support would mean the world to me. So if that's something you're looking for, I think that's going to be useful, uh, helps us as well. And I will just mention real quick that, um, that the last relapse, uh, 10% of all of our sales from that book are going to charity, a uh, specific um, uh, organization in Uganda that does evangelistic soccer tournaments. We're going to do an episode actually featuring them uh, probably at some point and just talking a little bit about what they do. Um, but I wanted to just give you guys a heads up in case, uh, you know, I know for some of you that's really important. And I really respect that. That's why I did it myself because I think it's important that, you know, we just don't do things to make money and, uh, and turn a profit and um, whatever, you know, grow a business or that kind of thing. We got to give back and make sure that, that those less fortunate are, are benefiting from our resources as well. So, um, so anyways, just thought I would mention that. Uh, but without further ado, we're going to get into, uh, guys, a really interesting subject. One that I am just unbelievably impassioned about. Um, and I'm going to try for this to not be ranty, but yeah, I don't know, just consider yourself warned. So, so here's the deal. I, I don't know if you've heard this, this term before, ethical porn, but um, it's getting tossed around a, a little bit more these days. I, I would say it, it's wave probably was uh, a few years ago. Like even if you Google it, all of the, the articles and resources that come up about it um, are dated. They are, they're not recent. Some of them are. Uh, but I, I wanted to talk about it just because I think, um, I think it might be the world's biggest oxymoron. And I, I am just shocked actually sometimes at, at the things that people come up with. Um, and and I, I just, I wanted to talk about this because uh, possibly, it's possible that maybe you have just, justified watching porn if it's ethical. Um, and I, I, I don't know necessarily that people are doing that, um, but I would think if a term like this is getting tossed around, that's got to be one of the reasons is people are actually looking for some sort of justification to get the thrill and the satisfaction that porn offers and not have any kind of moral or, in this case, ethical conviction that um, what they're doing is wrong or in any way bad. So let's just start by um, using 
some of the definitions that are out there just so that you get at least a bit of perspective on what people mean by ethical porn. Um, this, this one, this is what comes up in Google when you type what is ethical porn. It's from ABC News um, Australia. It's, it's a reasonably reliable resource. Again, I don't think Google is the be-all end-all, but this definition I, I'm comfortable using. Ethical porn can be defined as that which is made legally, respects the rights of performers, has good working conditions, shows both fantasy and real-world sex, and celebrates sexual diversity, just to name a few. It is an accepted belief that abuse against women is a major problem in the porn industry. Yeah, no kidding. So, so here's the thing. Let's, let's go through this list again. Uh, and now, again, this list is not comprehensive. It's not the gold standard definition, but it, it really is the general framework that ethical porn is built on. Uh, made legally. So what, what exactly does that mean? I guess it means that everybody's over 18 that's involved, that they gave full consent, that they signed a contract. Um, respects the rights of performers. Okay, what kind of rights do performers have? Do they have a right to refuse the scene and still get paid? What kind of rights do they have? Um, you know, we had Joshua Broom on the podcast uh, not too long ago. Uh, that guy has, has over a thousand adult film credits. So just let that sink in. Um, in 2012, he was adult male performer of the year. And he said that there are, there's no such thing as rights of performers. You, your right is to perform and to basically uphold your end of the contract, which is that you do what they want you to do. And once you do it, you get paid. So again, that, that legally is actually considered respecting the rights of the performers because they're signing the contracts. Is it actually respectful? And are those actually fair rights for somebody to have? Has good working conditions? Again, what, what, does, what does that constitute? Um, does that mean like they get a 401k and some benefits? Or does that mean they're treated respectfully? Uh, what exactly does that mean? Um, shows both fantasy and real world sex. Again, very hard to quantify uh, or, or to qualify. That's actually the more correct term. How, how do we know that? And why would both be in there for it to be ethical? That seems so strange to me. And then, of course, celebrate sexual diversity. Again, just a very complex matter. Um, my, my personal take is that ethical porn is, an, is an, an, a theory or it's an idea that is actually impossible to carry out practically and realistically. And if you have succumbed to this thing of like, oh, I only watch ethical porn or not all porn is bad because some of it is ethical, um, what I would love to, to receive from you is evidence that the, the porn that you were consuming was, in fact, ethically produced. Now, I have a different definition of, of what's ethical anyway, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But even if, even if let's, let's just say that, like, okay, we thought porn is okay as long as it's ethical, you know, whatever that means, um, can you actually be fully 100% confident that it was, in fact, made legally, that it respected the rights of the performers, that it had good working conditions, shows both fantasy and real world sex, and celebrates sexual diversity. Are these things that people are actually going through on a checklist to make sure before they watch a video? Of course not. They're going to look for brands that they trust that make those claims, or they're going to look for videos that are titled in a way that is convincing it is that way. But how do you actually really know? Well, you don't. Um, it, it kind of reminds me of when um, you, you see a, a certain diet fad, like uh, keto as an example, and then suddenly you just see all of these foods being marketed as keto-friendly. 
they're keto friendly. But you know, again, what does that mean? Uh, you know, the keto diet, I, I believe technically by the books, is that you have 20 grams of sugar or less per day. So if an item has less than 20 grams of sugar, then is it considered keto friendly? Like, how are you defining that? We don't really know, but we see the label. We're like, perfect, I'm on keto, or I want to like be healthier, so I'm going to grab that bag of keto friendly chips, or you know, whatever it might be. And it's just, it is a little bit laughable because it's like, well, there's more to it than that. And um, usually people are not actually going beyond the surface level details and marketing. And I think that's a huge issue with ethical porn. Now, the reason, uh, the reason ethical porn is actually an oxymoron is because porn is unethical, period. Porn, there, there's nothing ethical about porn, uh, not, at least certainly nothing ethically appropriate. Um, because what, what, what happens with pornography is, number one, um, pornography is actually the exposure of another person's sexuality and of their physical body. Uh, ethically, that is a huge problem. People get arrested for doing that in public places. So why is it suddenly okay for them to do it in the privacy of somebody's bedroom on a screen? What's ethical about that? Um, if you think about um, what, what happens in pornography and the impact it's having on somebody, um, the, the stats are so clear that you know uh, porn consumption leads to erectile dysfunction, it leads to infidelity, it leads to divorce, uh, relationship dissatisfaction, it causes um, cognition impairments. Um, it actually has shown to even be linked with memory uh, a little bit. The research is minimal on that. Um, like the, the list goes on and on. It, it erodes people's spiritual life and their sense of purpose, um, productivity. So if something is that destructive to an individual's well-being, let alone society at large, how could it in any way be ethical? The fact that something toxic is produced in an ethical way doesn't change its toxicity. So really think about that. So uh, let, let, let's use a different example. Okay, let's talk about cocaine. So let's say that, that um, people found an ethical way to make cocaine. So they said, hey, um, we know that, this, that, that cocaine's not great for people, but we just wanna let you know this cocaine was made uh, under the highest standards. Um, we actually had health inspectors come in and make sure there were no impurities. Uh, we made sure that the people who were responsible for its synthesis were appropriately paid. And we ensured that all the contracts that were signed, all of the um, agreements B2B were all legally sound. So is cocaine suddenly ethical? Of course not. And, and so the, the whole premise of ethical porn is totally, totally flawed because the nature of porn is unethical. And I, I am so um, frustrated and upset by this term circulating because it, it is another way to mask the unbelievably harmful, damaging effects of pornography to our society and to you and I individually. And I'm absolutely tired of it. So um, the, the, the main takeaway point here is that ethical porn is an oxymoron. There's no such thing. And if you are trying to justify your porn consumption by only consuming things that, that are ethical, only consuming ethical porn, then I just want to let you know you're not doing yourself any favors for getting free long term. If you really want to be free in your life, if you really want to experience freedom, you want to be the person that you were made to be, you want to have healthy relationships, you want to have a strong spiritual life and a sense of purpose, you want to, uh, your mind and your body to be performing at their max and optimal capacities, 
ethical porn can't be part of the equation. And I, I just think we, we're doing ourselves disfavors by, by trying to come up with these cutesy terms to justify something that is totally toxic. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link in, in the show notes to an article by Fight the New Drug. Um, they're you know, some of my favorite people in this space, and they, they have an excellent, excellent article by a doctor, I believe, uh, I forget her name now, um, but she, she explains a little bit more, um, just more about what's really going on and how, why ethical porn is a little bit of a misnomer, and, um, and I'd encourage you, you know, if you want to dig into this a bit more, maybe you have some people in your life who are saying, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't watch old porn, I just only watch ethical porn, or, you know, that kind of stuff, it might give you a little bit more content to, to, uh, to handle, and, um, and hopefully it gives you a little bit more perspective. And that's what this is really about, guys. It's about you making good decisions. And I don't want to see you fall for any of these silly excuses um, to, to engage in something that is actually like poison. Poison for your soul, poison for your spirit, and poison for your body. Um, it's the last thing I would want for you. And uh, I wanted to expose the fallacy here that is ethical porn. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, just as a reminder, uh, the book, The Last Relapse, it is available on Amazon. Uh, you can go to my website and find out more information about it there as well. And, um, and I think that's everything for today. So thanks for listening. Have an amazing day, guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sophia again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating or review on your podcast platform. Now, I want to take this final moment to invite you to something that I'm really excited about, our deep clean VIP community. Here's the deal. We saw that in this space of manhood, sexuality, and faith, there are a lot of unasked questions. They range from relationships to sex to male anatomy, calling, career, and everything in between. We create a deep clean VIP for men like you who want regular coaching from me, VIP access to our podcast guests where you get to interact with some of the world's leading experts in men's health, a monthly seminar, and a community of men from around the world pursuing success in life and integrity in sexuality. Deep Clean VIP provides answers to your deepest questions, hope for a full recovery, and the necessary tools to make that full recovery a reality. If you're ready to take things to the next level, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and sign up for Deep Clean VIP at www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. The link is in the show notes, but let me give it one more time. That's www.sathiasam.com slash deepcleanvip. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. 